Hey guys, hope you're having an absolutely awesome day wherever you are in this world. I'd just like to say a big thank you for joining back in on the Dill Journeys podcast. Today we have a super exciting episode with Julian from Lifecycle. So this is a really cool story. I actually met Julian, it would have been about two and a half weeks ago through Dave Powell and I asked him, would you be keen to jump on the podcast? Next thing you know, we've got the podcast going and we ripped into so many awesome questions because I think a lot of people have seen on my Instagram story um, me having these uh, mushroom adaptogens and they're like, what's still doing, you know? Um, and it's got nothing, it's completely legal, it's not illegal, it's not magic mushrooms or any of that stuff, it's functional mushrooms, which is just amazing. They're really good for you and um, we go into depth of how they actually got cre- created and how they can benefit your life and improve uh, whatever you're doing, whether it be work, um, sport, and everything along those lines, even your gut health, your hair, it's amazing. There's um, so many strands of different mushrooms, and I even try some during the podcast. So get excited, guys, and I'll tune back in. Ew. Yeah, well, um, first of all, thanks for jumping on today, Julian. We would have been, we met about two weeks ago. Try not to yeah, yeah. hit that. Um, and I'm fascinated to hear all about what this product is and how it can help people out there because I tried it for the first time. It would have been on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got an insane buzz from it. So <laughs> I want to find out more about it. <laughs> Absolutely. We can talk everything mushrooms from A to Z. Yeah, amazing. So, yeah. Well, first, I want to sort of break the ice, yeah. let everything out. Yeah. Um, can you tell me something that not a lot of people know about you is a weird little habit. Oh, okay. Yeah. A weird little habit. Yeah. What do I want to disclose? <laughs> How weird are we going to get? Uh, this is Mate, the first, this is the first two minutes. Um, <laughs> a weird little habit would be... Uh, probably that I've been getting a lot into sunrise i don't know how weird that is but just watching yeah. the sunrise yeah okay. i find that if i'm up in the morning watching sunrise like when that sun first hit hits sort of up over the ocean here in byron that first 10 minutes is just a very energized it's almost like having a coffee yeah okay yeah, yeah. you meditate into that yeah. um versus once it gets up beyond that 10 minute mark you can't really stare directly at the sun but if you stare directly at the sun as it first rises you can stare directly at it and you can see these colors in it but for some reason, it just gives me a lot of energy. So that's something weird that I've been doing the last 12 months. Yeah, and I find that it just gives me a lot. And it's, you know, I don't really drink coffee anymore. I'm just on cordyceps and, and yeah. other things um, from an energy point of view. But that is another energy booster. Yeah, I'm interested to hear all about that because I've actually done, it would have been about 20, 20 days now without coffee. Yeah. And um, you definitely don't have the crush around <laughs> 2 o'clock. Yeah. And... Um, just trying to understand, like, do you, do you have tea? Like, what do you, what's your main source of energy? Yeah. In the morning, like, I guess after the sunrise is some cordyceps, lion's mane. Lion's mane can be taken morning and night. Yeah. It improves your dreaming a lot and your okay. memory consolidation. Yeah. It's amazing if you're studying or if you're learning new things. I mean, everyone wants to improve their memory anyways, if you're an elderly population or a younger population, but cordyceps, lion's mane in the morning with either in a cacao drink, like pure cacao hot water and coconut oil yeah or just dark chocolate like 90 percent with both those mushrooms in water or under the tongue so if we take something now for example yeah cordyceps you know it's the afternoon you've still got meetings to do so do i so we can (laughs) 
And the perfect thing about the cordyceps is it doesn't interrupt flow. You don't get that adrenal fatigue. Like you said, you crash. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the coffee and things. So yeah, I've been off coffee for 12 months. Have it every now and then because I enjoy it. Yeah. But you get excited. You get this energy. Yeah. But you get this fuzziness. You can't do focused work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I find anyway. So have a hit. Yeah, have some for sure. Have a hit. <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you call it? What do you say? A dose or a... A dose? A meal or just a, a micro dose is probably a similar word to use. So... So you yeah, two? Yep, two of those is perfect. Um, so that sort of becomes one mil as a serve. I mean, on the podcast we with Dave Asprey from Bulletproof, you know, he took six mil and he was just flying. Wow. And he's a big guy, uh, but he was just like, I'm ready to compete. I'm ready to run a marathon. I'm ready to do something active and yeah. competitive or whatever it may be. So great energy source without that adrenal fatigue. Of course, you can add it to coffee if you really want to double down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a great substitute for... And it has like a long-lasting effect. Like it's not like you'll hit some pure euphoria and then next thing you know, it'll drop after like, let's say, um, an hour. Four to six hours. Four to six hours. Uh, great for endurance performance or athletes or even if, you know, you're working and, you know, you're getting those t- those lags around 2 to 3 p.m. Yeah. after lunch at your desk when you're working, whatever it may be, you're not getting that lag. Yeah, okay. And because I'm, I'm just about to do a big endurance event yeah. and I'm looking... Because I don't like to eat food before I run. So, yeah. for example, I'm running a half marathon tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend like having maybe the exact portion we just had with some like tea or? If I was competing, I'd be having like yeah, probably three to six meals somewhere in there. Yeah, if you okay. want to win the race. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to participate, have a meal. Yeah. And feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Um. So. Let's talk about how this all started. Like, mm. how mushrooms and why? Yeah, so mushroom extracts is sort of what pretty new to us. This is sort of the last twelve months. Yeah. But before then, we just started with, I guess, being in our in our jobs, um, health consultants, Ryan and I for mining companies. Yeah. Good pay, easy life, working like pretty much half the year, um, in WA. You know, FIFO sort of fly in, fly out work. Yeah. In office jobs. And just sort of thought, well, we want to do something more than that. Um, always interested in food, sustainability, entrepreneurship is, you know, a very buzzy word now, but it's sort of just really been around for a long time. But in terms of, you know, all the access that you have to social media, to, you know, Dropbox, to all these amazing Shopify, all these amazing tech software pieces that allow you to start a business pretty easily. Yeah. Just joining all of those dots. And so we looked at, you know, what does the future of food look like? And so we saw, you know, those lab-based meats that were sort of coming out. We saw all of the CBD boom in terms of, you know, the, the non-psychoactive part of the cannabis plant that has amazing health benefits over in America going nuts. Mm. So we're sort of seeing where are things going and, and mushrooms was like this uncharted continent that no one knew anything about. And we just happened to be reading about it a lot just through our research and thought like this is where the market will go in time. And at that time, four years ago, people were going, you know, what are mushrooms? Even now people hearing it for the first time. Yeah. So we left that our well-paying, comfy jobs to start a mushroom farm when we'd never grown a mushroom. And we pitched that idea to the mayor and to the council in Fremantle in one of the, the sort of the cities, local cities there. And we won some money, won $30,000 and then crowdfunded some more money. And then we put all our savings into it and just got started at growing mushrooms. Wow. Mm. So that's, that's the birth of this company Mm -hmm. i understand it's been like because when i first saw it i thought oh it's just some overnight success obviously Mm. it's not Mm. and 
I think, has been running now for like four years. Four years. Yeah. Which is short and long. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sort of that middle zone, but it's still really, really started to move into its own space now, going from Ryan and I, four years ago, doing that, growing fresh mushrooms, um, selling to restaurants and cafes and selling our mushroom kits where people can grow mushrooms on their kitchen bench. Yeah, okay. To then really going, okay, this is sort of a lot of hard work. You're playing in that fresh produce space. How do we incorporate technology and science and different things to make shelf life stable products? Um, but not only that, as a business model, where's the opportunity and functional mushrooms that are also known as medicinal mushrooms in Chinese traditional medicine, mm-hmm. making high quality products like that where you're getting the cordyceps benefits or the lion's mane brain or the reishi for calming down you know, making those and growing those ourselves um, was an amazing area of opportunity because currently 95% of all functional mushroom products around the world come from China and, you know, I guess being Australian, we understand food quality and trust in, you know, we don't buy our tomatoes or any produce from China due to soil quality, air quality, water quality. Mushrooms very much absorb, they're like batteries and satellites, they absorb their environment. And so growing mushrooms... Um, it, with the water and air quality and the soil quality of Byron Bay hinterland is uh, you know it's amazing and we produce an amazing product because of that yeah so it's all based out of here you grow the mushrooms here and then exactly we still have a site in Fremantle yeah WA um, so we have two sites there now we've now just got a site in the US growing in the US for the US market yeah okay yeah. and so how how do you make these like for example do you just grab the mushroom and then what Compress it. Oh, I've got no clue to tell you the <laughs> truth. Like, how does it? Just put it in the blender. Oh, got, <laughs> got the mushy juice. There we go. Um, That's it. <laughs> we do again. Like when we started, Ryan and I doing this, and many failures growing mushrooms. Growing mushrooms is not like planting some tomato seeds and watching a tomato bush come up. There's a lot of science there, laboratory yeah. equipment, a lot of processes over a 12 week period to grow the mushroom, and we failed amazingly well at the start. Like just so many attempt to grow a mushroom yeah um, but then we got it right and then we to improve that and make it consistent we bring on science so we've got our chief scientist Toma who's from Paris um, he's a biotechnology engineer I didn't know what a biotechnology engineer was four years ago now yeah. we've got a mycologist and other you know big long-winded names in our science team that are really focused on that extraction process we have a patent behind it and again I didn't know what a patent was four years ago so we've gone through all this learning process but really to develop the extraction process and the laboratory um, processes has been bringing in expertise um, to work in that space and learning ourselves. And so we're sort of in many ways doing things as a sort of a world first in terms of the way we extract this is under patent because we're the only ones doing it that way. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's sort of, I guess, our intellectual property, but at the same time, it's um, creating a, a good product. Yeah, amazing. And I remember when I first tried it, I got an amazing buzz from it, so... <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, but um, just a curious question: Does it affect like your serotonin levels? Like, because you know, with coffee, if you keep having it, it eventually like just drops your serotonin levels down. Like, yeah, yeah. There's always sort of the research on both sides of coffee. It's good for you. It's bad for yeah. you. It's good for you. Bad for you. Yeah. I think we've just got to go back to being very intuitive, and I guess from the, it's for us, it's mixing traditional Chinese medicine. So mm-hmm. how has it been used for thousands of years, hundreds of years? Yeah. By just Chinese, many other cultures. And then what does the science say? And there's lots of good science out there. And from our point of view, it's, you know, I guess general health and well-being, step one. We genuinely believe if you're on, you know, the array of mushrooms here, incorporating them into your daily life, you're just going to feel amazing. 
you're not going to get run down. Your immune system is going to be, you know, a foundational tool to, you know, feeling good. Gut health for turkey tail is amazing. Uh, lion's mane and reishi for sleep. It means you're going to get better night's sleep. Yeah. Cordyceps in the morning is just... So, but, you know, incorporating mushrooms into your life is an important part of the future in terms of serotonin. I think similar to coffee, you know, there's adapt, adapt adaptations to that so mm-hmm. you know in terms of not taking it every day for 365 days of the year is wise yeah um so using it you know like on a monday to friday and just changing and tweaking uh what we're doing there in terms of that use Sorry, yeah yeah okay um so yeah that's sort of generally our our belief in it is you know there's no long-term effects um of, of overusing in that sense of you know you must have time off or whatever um so yeah really i mean they're all over-the-counter products and um it's just more so being very intuitive which i think we should be with all of the foods that we're consuming yeah be intuitive in how we're consuming them what's good for us everyone has different nuances in terms of some people get digestive issues from eating x some people don't get it some people get a really nice buzz or sleep or energy from why so they should be consuming more of that so we're all a bit different but the mushrooms as a, as a base builder of immunity and health and daily optimization and just feeling bliss and being in peak performance that's what mushrooms do yeah and um i understand you've got a new product mm. it's right here yeah and it combines all four of those because you were speaking about how you know the this one's good for the morning and then the line the exactly so the lion's man for the brain and so really it's sort of like people always like "Mm, which ones to have and how to have them and yeah and really biohacking optimization of well-being is this big area that everyone's moving into which we should instead of getting out of disease model like react to a disease or anything along those lines that's just how do we feel better every day yeah and so you have the biohacking set here which is titled unlocking humanity's potential quite a profound statement yeah it's um it's really just about uh helping people feel better um, from an overall health point of view and all of those mushrooms are a key to a different door yeah so if we have a look through here we'll just yeah, run through them again just through. to uh, go through them so shiitake sort of amazing mushroom for hair skin and nails so you'll notice your nails grow super quick super strong yeah um, skin and hair sort of you know really light up in terms of glowing in terms of just coloration yeah you know, in terms of also preventing photo aging so radiation and uv radiation which we're getting on a micro level in australia every day oh it's huge <laughs> radiation like with your laptop having that, and that as well yeah so i mean th- some of the studies about shiitake mushroom was amazing in terms of coming out of chernobyl in yeah. terms of doing testing in these radioactive areas so in chernobyl in russia where there was the the nuclear reactor that busted open and just like wiped out of town and, yeah, and things wow. they sort of looked at what what started growing after that aftermath mushrooms was one of the first things to start growing because they're you know they're resistant to radiation their ability to grow through radiation so on you a learn micro new level, every day <laughs> how do we apply that to our thinking it's like well this shiitake mushroom has those properties in a very high level so radiation is you know uv radiation but also radiation from all the towers and all the communications and networks and internets as well so and the phones and the laptops yeah so that's an, an interesting one but yeah hair skin and nails for the shiitake, the turkey tail is gut health. And what we get from testimonials is a lot of people just saying, well, I feel amazing. It's just a mood stabilizer. Mm-hmm. So when we were in the US recently, we were chatting to some neuroscientists and they were talking about anxiety and just those, I guess, poorer feelings, emotional feelings. 
And so what he really understands after 10 years of research is that you know, mood, anxiety, early depressive symptoms all start in the gut with poor gut health because it's such a large organ and it has such a control over our, how we feel. And so turkey tail is, you know, helps promote good gut bacteria. It's a prebiotic and so it's amazing for mood stabilization, for feeling generally good. And for also, you know, any people having sort of these digestive issues, it's, we've just had interesting testimonials. I guess I'm talking from a point of view of testimonials and science mm-hmm. um, and external science as to what these mushrooms have been offering people. Yeah. The uh, lion's mane, you know, Dave Asprey is uh, the, from the founder of Bulletproof and a biohacker and he tracks his sleep every night and has an aura ring and what yeah. he noticeably sees is that when he has the lion's mane before bed, his dreaming increases. He remembers his dreams in the morning Wow. And he's able to have a deeper sleep um, because we think, oh, I must have eight hours. Some people are seven, some people are nine, some people are eight. But if you increase your REM sleep, which is your deep sleep, which generally in a normal population you only get somewhere between you know, 15 and 30 minutes of that. Wow. But if you maximize your REM sleep, then you don't need to sleep as much either. So that's an interesting one. So he sort of talks about the biohacking about that. Mm. So how many hours would he have a sleep like each night, you reckon? Yeah, he's only ha- you know around six hours, 20 but if he if he maxes out his REM sleep, he feels amazing. Yeah. Okay. So it's quality over quantity because you know when we sleep eight or nine, sometimes we're like, I still feel tired. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get that REM sleep. Yeah. Mm. So you just have two drops of that in mm. like um, yeah. water or tea in water or something. In your tea in the evening under your yeah. tongue, a great to mix with the reishi because the reishi mushroom, which I think might be the the next one, it really turns down the volume and the nervous system and just you know just calms Relax. you down. Okay. Yeah, it turns the volume down nicely. So they're great to have together in the evening yeah wow mm. and then the last one cordyceps is the fire yeah so, you know it's the morning thing to take pre-workout uh, pre-competition getting off of coffee adding to your coffee to really double down yeah mm. yeah and that's the full combo so basically that's the combo that's the, in one day the biohacker set that's sort of um something that we're rolling out soon when this yeah. goes live yeah so, this will um, be live and you guys will be able to check it out there'll be yeah. a link in the we'll description we'll put a discount code for you guys yeah, yeah. amazing Still like 10 or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. something like that um, so where do you see the company going like what's the uh, bigger vision like what's the mm. main drive for you to do this every single day yeah we're super having a lot of fun doing it yeah and um, you know we've got the consumer products um, we work across animal immunity as well so this is what we're very passionate about in terms of antibiotics and antimicrobial resistance, which is the overuse of antibiotics, which breeds superbugs. And then when people get sick, the antibiotics don't work because the bugs are so smart that in a lot of cases people are dying and around about a million people each year across the world are dying from antimicrobial resistance. So it's sort of like this silent thing no one's talking about, yeah. but the World Health Organization and all of these big organizations um, that care for global health is top of their list. Is antimicrobial resistance. So what we've been doing, for example, with the bees is feeding the bees bee immunity. And okay. the bee immunity goes into their water and it allows them to you know, maintain their immune system and maintain their ability to fight off disease. And so that's something we've been using with the bees. We do it also with the chickens, which is a different mushroom. Yeah. We use different mushrooms and different formulas for different animal kingdoms or animals in different areas. And so that's something we've focused on. So human extracts, Extracts for animals. Mm-hmm. We've got the National Mushroom Network where we have 75 growers across Australia growing wow. mushrooms. Yeah. So that's sort of the localization. So what does the future of food look like? We need food that's grown locally all around the country, not having one farm in 
East Gippsland providing all of the whatever they're producing for the whole country because what it means is a lot of shipping, a lot of extra carbon footprint miles of the food. It's not as fresh, it doesn't taste as good, um, and then therefore they're using tactics to preserve it, um, which means it's picked too early, it doesn't have the nutrients in it. So, yeah, we just believe in localization of food and sustainable production of food and mushrooms tick all the boxes for that because mm. we grow our mushrooms off recycled coffee grounds. So yeah, 75 growers in the National Mushroom Network. That's another division of the company. So I guess there's so many applications within mushrooms. Um, people might have heard of mushroom leather as an example. Mushrooms that eat plastic. You know, they might have seen these viral videos on Facebook or Instagram and there's definitely um, more research needed in those areas but there's huge applications. So, I mean, I was just in the US and in LA and New York and Seattle and what you see is, is a whole conversation is CBD, cannabis, CBD, yeah. cannabis. It's this big area of, for many applications again, like, you know, um, pet foods and pet you know medicine in terms of using CBD, using CBD for human ailments, using CBD just for human optimization. All of those things is coming out and is all the talk over there. Mushrooms will be 10 times the size of that in terms of its popularity and its application because mushrooms are an entire kingdom. It's the fungi kingdom of 1.5 plus million varieties mm. but we're talking about five strains here six strains of mushroom but there's 1.5 million wow. so what applications do they have that we don't even know yeah it's an entire kingdom versus the you know the sort of cannabis plant is many strains but it's one plant yeah so cbd does that whereas lion's mane does that reishi does that cordyceps does that turkey tail does that and there's heaps of other ones we don't even know about yeah, so, so it's like another 1.5 million other opportunities to you know change to whatever do, it wants. Maybe have an application for something. Yeah, we know mushroom. Some mushrooms can kill you, but really, that's a, you know, the poisonous mushroom is yeah. a very common thing. People like mushrooms are poisonous. More plants will kill you than mushrooms. You know, yeah. In terms of like how many plants are out there that if you eat will kill you, with mushrooms, there's only about 15 varieties that will kill you. Yeah. In saying that, definitely don't eat any mushroom you see unless you know what it is. Yeah. Um, as a disclaimer, <laughs> but uh, you know, mushrooms, are, in our eyes, have many applications at the moment. People see them as button mushrooms, mm-hmm. poisonous mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, and they're learning about the functional benefits of them. Yeah. Penicillin, as an example, comes from the fungi kingdom, has saved over two hundred million lives throughout World War One, World War Two, and throughout the last fifty years as an antibiotic. Wow. It comes from penicillium, which is a fungi. Yeah. We've been treating it with a fungi. We've, so mushrooms have been a part of, I guess, our daily life or you know, medicine for a long time, and now they're moving into the mainstream. And so where does that? Where do we position ourselves in that? We want to be one of the, I guess, uh, you know, innovators and creators in bringing those to market for applications across farming, across the future of food, across human performance you know we're working with some elite sports teams in north america that are using yeah. these products for their season um to compete with um a ufc fighter we have using them so yeah you know, they sort of have performance benefits and and other benefits as well so yeah amazing where will we be in four years we'll see yeah who knows <laughs> the sky's the limit but being in Byron's a good start oh definitely amazing <laughs> spot um so can you tell us a little bit about like your marketing and what you do to sort of get the word out there and um, really, because I know your Instagram profile, it's you know, you show up every day, it's mm. got a decent following. Yeah, like where do you want to sort of market and what are new ways that you potentially want to do it? Because yeah. I know we we're speaking about TikTok before, mm, you know, exactly, there's, like, yeah. there's yeah. endless opportunities and like for ways to go viral. So, yeah, mm. 
yeah, we were very lucky in terms of viral when we first started. We had a ABC News to come and do a video on us, and it went onto Facebook, and it got oh. like one point six million views. Wow! In our first six months, and then we had this other guy named David Wolf, which mm. some people may have heard of, but on Facebook he was the man for like a few years. He was the health guy. Like you'd see his videos every day. Yeah, okay. And I got off the plane from work before we left our job, and he'd posted a video on us. Um, did his own video, didn't sort of tell us and um, got 900,000 views. So we sort of wow. got off to a great start with um, <laughs> those two videos going out and then we're on Landline and all those sort of old conventional TV shows. Yeah. Um, got us a great brand awareness early on. And then from there, you know, obviously social media, that was four years ago, was still mm. young, but not young, four years ago. Yeah. Since then, we haven't really doubled down on, you know, influences or anything on those natures. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just been building a company so yeah. building technology, investing in science, investing in IP, because I guess from one point of view, marketing is important. Mm-hmm. And, but from a, a business point of view, how are you defensible? How are you different to your competition? Yeah. Because people can copy you very quickly, and so you've got to build something people can't copy. Mm-hmm. Um, because what we see every day is mushroom powder companies starting. You know, there's a lion's mane powder, cordyceps powder. But as I mentioned earlier, like 95, all of those powders are coming from China. What is the quality? Um, what was the source, what's the potency, all very questionable. And so we thought, well, we, if we invest in growing them ourselves, making them ourselves, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, then that makes a barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, we just want to make the best quality product. And if we make the best quality product, like you said, you've had the cordyceps and you're like, wow, my mind's blown. Same with Dave <laughs> that gave it to you. Yeah, Same yeah. with Dave Asprey, who was you know, the founder of Bulletproof. He said, oh, we used to have mushroom powders in our cafes and they didn't really do anything, so he's off them. So I guess marketing in the future now, how do you market well? Yeah. You create the best product, yeah, and they will want to market it for you. Yeah, That's part of it. So And then obviously you've got to communicate with them, but that's how we've been able to bring on influential people. Mm-hmm. We just say, hey, try the product, and then they're like, fuck, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep, um, let's do something together. And you- We want that true partnership. Mm. Um, in terms of that because everyone is seeing through that today if we talk oh. about the future of marketing it's like you've got an influencer holding a product here like you know it's just the most awkward thing for everyone <laughs> so it's, definitely it's, and, and people are starting to like you said mm. see straight through that and I think one thing that every like everyone's sort of looking for now is authenticity you know mm. there's there's not too many authentic people showing yeah. up on social media anymore so yeah. it's obviously you know your product mm. you speak about how that's does all the talking for you. So that's yeah. what you've been focusing on the past four and a half years. And yeah. I know um, Dwayne, we were speaking about him before, and he yeah. said when that superfood rise came, yeah. he literally just went into every single cafe. And when, while a lot of them were just doing, you know, marketing, yeah. he was in the door like selling. So for example, yeah. put into your shoes, you're out there trying to innovate this product while everyone else is marketing, but you know, like yeah. you're going to be here for ages. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, of course, we've got to get the message out there and get yeah. the product into the right people's hands, but it's part of it is creating a great product that sets you apart from the, the competition because today you have Alibaba and you, know, oh, you can yeah. get a designer of Fiverr and all of a sudden you've got a company. Where's that company in five to ten years and how yeah. is it different to everyone else? Definitely. Is, is what you've got to think about because otherwise you're just going to be in a scrap heap fighting for, you know, with the same people. Because so I think you've got to really invest in point of difference yeah. quality um, and then that on top of smart marketing like understanding hmm TikTok's hot right now how do yeah. we play in TikTok 
Yeah. LinkedIn's good right now. How do we play on LinkedIn? Yeah. So social media like our Instagram and things, it's of interest to us. But even now we know organic reach on, on Instagram is much lower. Yeah. So, you know, we're not wasting time there, you know, no. to be honest, when we can be doing other strategic partnerships and deals and um, and things like that. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's interesting how everyone's, you know, been speaking about TikTok for about six months mm. and that everyone's just like got a kick in the bum, need to go do it and mm. get like... Yeah, not know, that we're trucking. doing it, but we know we need to... Um, so it's sort of so have you started a TikTok account no yet? I mean no. again we sort of stretch like yeah. where we spend our time and what, who's our marketing team yeah. well it's just sort of you know, in house and yeah. by ourselves at the moment so different companies using different strategies uh, yeah. but now our evolution is to go more into that space yeah um, and do you reckon you take a more entertainment side to it with TikTok so mm. like if you were to create a little video what do you reckon it would it'd have in it yeah, I mean, it's hard also because 13 to 17, as you said, is TikTok. Yeah, true. Um, and so how do we put mushroom extracts into that category? And mm-hmm. you know, these are a dual extract, so they contain water and ethanol. The ethanol is, you know, per serve, 186th, so alcohol, 186th of a wine, red wine glass. So if you're a French kid, you're drinking way more red wine than yeah. one of those. But still, it's not really, I guess, our category because of that reason. Okay, so is the, are these products like 18 plus? We for for our point of view, yes. Yeah. We don't want to market to people under eighteen. But yeah. in saying that, as I said, uh, one service one eighty six of a red wine, so it's you know, it's irrelevant in many cases. Like yeah. you'll get more ethanol alcohol from a fermented an old banana or from a kombucha. Yeah, really? Mm. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, so the last segment it's um, all things sort of personal development. So you as a person, how yeah. you got to where you are today, you know, it's been a long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so what has been one of your uh, like breakthrough moments? Mm. For example, it might've been a limiting belief holding you back to start this business or yeah. it might've been something that, you know, you were always holding onto and you finally just unleashed and like, yep, this is me, Julian. I'm going to start this business. You know? That's great. Yeah. Um, leaving the job yeah is definitely one <coughs> and i guess like burning the bridges or burning the boats is what they sort of say in you know the old roman runs. times exactly yeah. so like you just have to not have another option mm-hmm. not have a plan b in a sense um obviously you've got multiple plans as to how it's going to play yeah. out but there's no insurance at the back you're not holding on to comfort of like jobs and you know, those kind of things you're saying, this is how it's going to be, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to take the jump. And to our credit, Ryan, my co founder, yeah, you know, he left the job first. I'm like, oh, should we leave yet? Should we? He's like, I'm leaving. Yeah, it was like, that was very commendable from him to do that. For, what first of all, as first sort of point of call, but that was a breakthrough moment when you're out there and you're like, okay, wake up Monday morning, what are, oh, this is what I do now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a business owner, you know, yeah, that, was, right. that was one of them, I guess. And then other ones were just when you pull through like a really dark hard space mm-hmm. and you get to the other side of it and in terms of just like things going wrong had a terrible week you know yeah the business account has like not much money in it like you know that kind of thing living like a week to week thing keeping the business alive yeah somehow some cash came in from some sale and it keeps going yeah and then you get to the other side of that and you say okay well you've been to the bottom enough times in a small way yeah that you just don't sort of you know you're going to keep going, getting through it yeah. So you find this resilience in yourself to know that you can get yourself out of any situation. Yeah, 100%. I yeah. like that. And then you just feel at a point like where, okay, now I'm going to go into, you know, really, um, I can, no, nothing can hold us back. Yeah. 
Awesome. And um, love, like along this journey, you know, sometimes you can take it a bit for granted. Mm. So do you practice gratitude or something that sort of keeps you, you know, at bay and, mm. you know, grateful that you get to decide your own day of how it unfolds? Like, is that something that you practice or? Definitely not enough in some yeah. cases, but I know the importance of that gratitude and we're still doing it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not doing it, but like, you know, if Ryan and I said, oh, well, four years ago we were, you know, comfortable position, but not living our truth, not living from a place of passion, and now, you know, I've just come back from five months in the US, traveling through New York, doing great partnerships, meeting NFL teams, meeting all sorts of you know, wow. people, hanging out with Dave Asprey and working from his place in Bulletproof Labs in Vancouver Island, being in LA, you know, with a host of people and doing awesome things and just meeting creatives. Yeah. And now living back in Byron Bay and four years ago, I was, you know, in Perth, living a good life. Yeah. So that sort of gratitude just to say, hang on, wow, look what we've achieved in four years yeah. from, from an idea. And even on a daily basis, just like going back to those simple things of like, you know, that perspective around you get to live near the beach, even just living in Australia, you should be grateful every day. Oh, honestly. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to be grateful for. Tapping into that as a base yeah, um, gives you more power to do it because you've got to start your day with that positivity. Definitely. doesn't mean ignoring things that are bad, but like positivity attracts more positivity, mm-hmm. all of those things. So yeah. gratitude's a key ingredient. Definitely. What about you? Are you practicing gratitude? How are you yeah, doing? Yeah. So I've got this like little journal mm-hmm. and it uh, says to write down like three things you're grateful for yeah. every morning. So yeah. I've just started to get into journaling and it's yeah. definitely like helped me a lot. Like yeah. just putting my mind to the page and yeah. reflecting. So yeah. it, it helps so much. But It does. And I mean, even writing things down that you want, mm. seeing them or having a vision board or those things. Oh. They work. They, they they work to a crazy extent where you sound crazy when you say it to people. Yeah. You work as well, but they work when you start that, you know, and they keep that focus because it's so easy to get distracted and chew oh. up time and it's it's actually like a lack of self-love or self-care to yourself because mm. you're wasting your time. Yeah. You're wasting your time looking externally for acceptance or whatever it is or looking for to buy something as a consumer or you're looking on social media. It's like... Value yourself, what do you want? First of all, go spend some time by yourself so you can figure out what you want. Yeah. And then zero in on how you do it. And by doing it, you super have to cut out all distractions and all things that aren't serving you. And so by journaling, you're just like, you know, you're away from tech, you're writing things down, you're seeing it. No, there's some magic that comes with that. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And you get to, no matter how weird the thought is, you just get it out on yeah. paper. Like, for example, um, one of my... Tell re- us something weird. Yes. No, <laughs> One of my recent ones, well, it's pretty audacious, is I wrote down a goal last week that I'm going to go to Richard Branson's island. I want to go to Necker Island. Mm-hmm. Don't know how it'll happen, yeah. but I want to go there. Well, I've actually got a little plan of how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, because there's this company called Success Resources. Mm-hmm. I want to get the owner of, no, the CEO of Australia on that. Yeah. And I'm trying to plan it at the moment to get yeah. him on the podcast. Yeah. And then Richard Branson's having an event in four weeks. Yeah. And I want to go to that event, but I want to be like in the VIP. Yeah. So you get to like, you know, meet him and then... This is, this is, it's all there. So you and just got to have it out there. Yeah. It may not happen that way, but it will happen somewhere. Exactly. So We're working with Virgin Australia. We've got a partnership with them. Oh, wow. We yeah. put their coffee ground um, from their business lounges and we yeah. put mushrooms back on the menu there. 
oh, which right. is kicking off in a few months. And Richard Branson's writing a blog about us and doing a post about us. Yeah, amazing. Um, so it could be through us. Yeah, we'll see. Next thing you know, you'll be at Necker <laughs> Island. You'll be like, oh, can we bring uh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> How good. So that's the beauty of things, really. And that's what, to be honest, we found in the US market and the US attitude is a much more can do, believe attitude. Mm. Australia is like, you say that to an Australian person, they're like, who's this guy I think he is? Yeah. Like, I think he's going to meet Richard Branson. Like, and it's not about being arrogant. It's just about knowing what you want and going after it. Definitely. And that's what America does well. Like, it's just like, you want to do that? Yeah, go do it. They're very positive about it. Yeah. I wish Australians would take that attitude more because we're very talented. We work very hard. We're very smart. Um, and then where we can, you know, I guess show off our talents to the world. Definitely. I think it's, um, it's a thing that keeps coming back is our tall poppy syndrome. Mm. It's a huge, huge issue in it Australia. Is, it is, it is. One thing I've realized, like going out on my according path from like all my close friends from school, yeah. when you do something a bit out there and a bit like, yeah. you know, how's it going? Everyone loves to yeah. pull you down and yeah. try and say like, oh, you can't do that, can't do this. Yeah. And yeah. that's when you know um, you got to sort of move away and change the relationship. So, mm. leading into another question, have you ever had to like leave a group of you know maybe friends that you thought were your friends, but mm. they were really just not holding you back, mm. but mm. just sort of not believing in your dreams as much as you yeah. want a friend to? Mm. I think it's been pretty good in the sense that they haven't tried to hold me back in yeah. any way. We're just still friends but we're not on the same path yeah and so you have to surround yourself with people on the same path not mushroom guys people just like an artist who wants to create amazing paint and that's all he thinks about and and believes about he wants to create and that's what he wants to do so people who are just like super hungry focused for what they want to do Mm. and living from passion surrounding yourself with those people changes everything oh changes everything and then you attach that also to just having some older mentors or people around you um, that can you know give you insight and experience far beyond your years because they've experienced it already you tap into both of those that's like a key ingredient adding some gratitude on top of that yeah. and you're in a great position yeah and, and to ignore that tall poppy thing and it's not even it's just an irrelevant conversation it's just like definitely. hey I just want to live my best life oh 100% and you spoke a little bit about mentors mm. do you have any sort of particular mentors that um, you look for advice from or yeah I do a lot of reading and like there's a lot of great minds out there yeah. in different things you know Joe Dispenza we chatted about you know the guys at Haasmile for example like they're just a great example of two young dudes doing their thing that have done really well like they're not mentors but I look at that and appreciate that work that they've yeah. done so there's a lot of appreciation for everyone in their zone doing their thing mm-hmm. um, you know out chairman whose name is William Scott like he's just like a new age Jedi spiritual business guy who's like I've learned so much from and is an amazing right. person yeah. versus most business guys who are just like suit tie black and white make more money um, boring not dull, ethical empty capitalist yeah um, old old world so you know we're very lucky to have him as a chairman and a key part of the company and I, he's been a mentor of mine um and there's heaps of those guys. When I worked in the Premier League as a, in a previous life as a physio, yeah. uh, and my old boss is now head of medical for the England football team. Yeah. But I just learned his work ethic and the way he sees things. So, yeah, yeah mentors is enormously important and as many as you can in a way. Yeah. Even if it's just a coffee with one, even if it's a, even if, I mean, the beautiful thing, YouTube, you can like watch people that inspire you. That's a mentor. Definitely. I think that's a powerful thing mm. of social media. Like you can have, 
I forgot one of the persons who jumped on the podcast. They had a specific name for it. Um, have you got like one more? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they would talk about ex- external mentors. So, for example, mm-hmm. like Gary V, you know, yeah. Tony Robbins, all those type of people. You may have never met them, but yeah. they've had a great effect on you. Yeah, absolutely. It's so, a good way to put it. External mentors and then guys that you've touched base with, and yeah, and all ages as well. You know, it's not like oh, they must be older or they must be male or female. Just like just being open to learning. Like mm. the guy who, you know, he's been working um, in a store for thirty years and just gives an immaculate service and smiles and is happy. Yeah, like that's like that kind of expression should inspire you to be a better person. Definitely, even with if it's not relevant to what you're doing as a as a job. So yeah. the good thing about the business growth, and this isn't because I'm coming from living in Byron now, mm. is that the spiritual growth has had, and the personal development. Personal development is just spirituality. Yeah. Personal development is spirituality, and spirituality is just learning who you are. Mm. And the more you know, you learn who you are, which you have to in business, because it's pretty lonely at times, even if you have yeah. and things. It's just like, what am I doing this for? Slash, you know, yeah. All of that, which we didn't really touch on. It hasn't been a dream ride of four years. It's been pain yeah. um, for a lot of it, but pain that you want to have because you've been enjoying the creation yeah. process. It's like an artist trying to create something. It's like painting that. It's like, where am I going with this? Like, And then all of a sudden it comes out and the painting looks amazing. You mm. go through those periods building a business. Yeah, definitely. It's like, one day you know you'll be on an amazing high and the mm-hmm. next day you might hit rock bottom and it's just like trying to learn how to ride those waves and be like you know just accept it and you got yeah. that end vision or not even the end vision but like that constant mission of why you're doing it exactly so that's where the personal development the spirituality taps in tapping into those mentors tapping into having a good support community people that you know are supporting you not saying don't do it and, and that's what you've got to be very careful of family and parents and close friends who you know, love you, inverted commas, but they hold you back. Yeah. Like, nah, do the accounting job. Study it, save. Like, you know, you will end up not fulfilled in 10, 20 years if you didn't swing the bat, have a crack, whatever the saying is you want to give, give mm. to it. You know, so you've got to take that jump. And I've been lucky because my friends and family have been very free. Just like, oh yeah, that's him doing his thing. So yeah. that's, you know, that's good. But many people don't get that. So, definitely and it's like yeah. having that freedom to trial new things and mm. experience because well, why do you, I mean like the, why do you have that why do I have why that? do you feel free to do what you're doing because I have like nothing holding me back I feel like you know I always had these expectations mm-hmm. of what other people thought of me and mm-hmm. as soon as I what was that that I had to be a certain person I had to go to university mm-hmm. I had to um you know do what my parents said I yeah. think like taking that route that was yeah it was pretty tough Mm -hmm. but it taught me so much Mm -hmm. like for example i went and go pursued my water polo dream yeah and failed that and then the one decision i made was when i um was it hit rock bottom it was i got kicked out of a nightclub you have to hit rock bottom yeah that's a rule actually you have to hit rock bottom you don't have to but you learn so much when you're at rock bottom. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So I hit rock bottom yeah. and I reached out to this uh, figure yeah. on the Gold Coast and yeah. he taught me all things like personal development, like mm-hmm. through, it was through network marketing. Yeah. So it was like, doesn't have the best rap, but I learned like who my true mates were. I learned like how to sort of see what a positive environment was, you know, those fundamentals that mm-hmm. like put me into the person I am today. Yeah but I didn't believe in the product, so I didn't sell any of the product, yeah. 
but it was more so just being around those kind of people because I've yeah. always looked for like a yeah. really positive environment. Yeah. And then I implemented that on everything I do today and trying yeah. to um, become a better version of myself, you yeah. know, yeah. whatever it may be. But it's yeah. been a whole journey. It is, it is. And you say, oh, what's go- where am I? What's going to happen? But you look back at it, yeah. it all makes perfect sense. Mm. <laughs> it definitely does. Like make, yeah. you put the dots together. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I wouldn't be here today mm without reaching out to Dave for him to jump on my podcast. And then you won't be in Richard Branson's Necker Island in three years unless that had happened. Yeah, you know? exactly. I wouldn't three have, years, maybe two, maybe yeah. one. Year, we'll yeah, see. I wouldn't have been on Necker Island right now if I didn't put it out to the podcast. To Dave, to this, to that. And yeah. that's the beautiful part about it. But yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's where you don't want to overthink things as well. Oh, Just do. 100%. Just do fail. Do yeah. fail, learn. Do fail, learn. And do the, until you succeed. Definitely. And then when something does bad happen, like for example, my phone went dead. Yeah. To all the listeners out there, I um, had to remember how to get here two weeks ago. I had no maps. And I think it's just trying to accept it, you know, going with the fear, but then just go and do it. Exactly. And it'll all work out. Everything's going to be okay. Exactly. exactly. Mate, I think we summed up that podcast perfectly right there. Well, thanks so much for jumping on today, Julian. I really appreciate it. And um, mate, I'm excited to try more of the product and see what you know, you guys go and all this exciting things happening with the product. So thank you. Yeah, love your work. You're putting good messages out there, and you're just doing your thing and your flow. So that's yeah. always awesome to see. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. I hope that you really enjoyed today's podcast. Um, if you did, please chuck it up on your Instagram story and tag myself and Lifecycle. Um, on a cool little note, I've actually now moved in with Julian into the Life Cycle House in Byron Bay by simply manifesting, um, telling him that I had a goal of moving out of home in two weeks. And I did this podcast, it would have been about two weeks ago, and now I moved into the house and I'm living here and I'm creating content with Life Cycles. So it's amazing how the world works. I literally had a goal of moving out of home November the 1st. It happened because I wrote it down, I manifested and I'm in Byron Bay. It's amazing. So if you do have a goal, what I'd recommend is setting a date on it and then manifesting it to people. You never know who can help you get towards your goal. I did not know I'd be living with Julian in this epic house in Byron Bay. So get out there, take a couple of risks today. I really hope you got something from today's podcast and tune in for next time um, with an awesome guest. You.